Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay, who is on a well-earned vacation. Does it make me a bad person when they're asking those questions about the host and it says who was shot at by gorillas? And I'm like, if this is not Bobby Rossi, I will be shocked. Right? I know. He has a whole lot of stuff, man. Yeah, like He's like just his whole Forrest story. Gump, and I don't yeah. mean it like that. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Like yeah, The whole story, I'm like, this totally sounds like a Bobby Rossi right, story. Right, right. We asked um, after it. It's uh, He was a on a mission... Like a missionary, yeah. like that, yeah. uh, in the Philippines, yeah, and that's where it happened. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, you guys! And Jenna lived in a van, and you know, Andrew's like, I was born in Michigan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> those are neat, though. Yeah, I have a whole line of stories that are like. My life could have turned so many different directions at various points in time. See, next time you sit in, I'll make some for you. So, like the I used to be a cute little child who was on a local access program that was similar to the Mickey Mouse Club. And I auditioned for the Mickey Mouse Club and kept, it started out with lots of people and it gradually got its way down. And and I moved out of the Mickey Mouse Club track and into, there's a Disney movie that they've remade into a Broadway place that some people know now called Newsies. That yeah. I made it to the absolute final audition of that. But the day in Dallas where we were auditioning, we were in the same groups all day long. And the guy who I hung out with that entire day has gone on to be somewhat famous. And his name is Justin Timberlake. And <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they saw in Justin Timberlake that they didn't see in me. I just I don't Dude, I don't see it. I don't see it. I mean, he sings okay. He dances. He has spaghetti he hair. Oh, he uh, yeah. So so young Justin Timberlake and Brittany were at the same audition in Dallas, Texas, at the Omni Hotel that I was at. Oh my goodness! And they had the boys and the girls in a separate uh, separate group, and uh, it was this would have been early early nineties, and uh, I my my audition went left when they asked if I could rap, and I'm like, because you in an audition you never say no. Absolutely. You never say no. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can rap. Well, did you, you, know, did you bust out the bright, fresh flow? Uh, I attempted to beatbox, and it was awful. Like, even in the moment, I knew it was awful. Um, so, so awesome. yeah, that is that is one of my uh, somewhat interesting previous life stories. I beat Hanson in a talent show before they were famous. Oh, my goodness. We were goodness. both from Tulsa, Oklahoma. They were like three little boys that sang a cappella gospel music. Right. And at our version of like the art festival, they had a, a talent competition and I came in second, they came in third. So it didn't matter that I did not win. Wow. What mattered is I beat Hanson. Uh, what's my other little Tulsa? My other little Tulsa claim to fame is I have a significant part as an extra in the cult classic Weird Al Yankovic movie UHF. You were in UHF? Yeah, it's all filmed in Tulsa. So the scene at the very end where they're all collecting the stocks at the station. Yeah. And yeah, like you can see me on camera in that in that scene. This is my favorite show that I've ever got to sit in and yeah, for news man. radio. No kidding. What else are you in? Um, that's okay, this like, is awesome. So that was like my first part of my life. And yeah. then there was a whole political side of things where 
I did things like go to the State of the Union address and do things like that and worked in, in D.C. for several years. And oh, my god! Now, you know, now I'm in Republican politics. And uh, so, yeah, there's all these these stories of that I have in my life. I was on an episode of America's Most Wanted. As when, yourself? No, as they they uh, they do like the recreations. Of course they do. Sure, they do sure, the recreations, sure. Yeah. And there was one of a sheriff in Oklahoma who had been killed and they were looking for the guy. Uh-huh. Like were you the, the good sh- guy or the bad I was, guy? I was like the kid who was passing the sheriff, like the, sure. the the beginning of the episode where the sheriff was like passing us and just leaned over and just gave us like a good word of like, we weren't in trouble. It was just, I'm a good sheriff and golly jeepers kids. I'm so go to school and be smart and do great. <laughs> and then he drives off in his cop car and gets killed. But oh I was goodness. on an episode of America's Most Wanted, which is like the greatest two truths and a lie. Like I was on an episode of America's Most Wanted and- People don't ever believe that. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the one. Yeah. Man, that's so but it's, cool, but Jeremy. It's, oh, yeah, my goodness. So, but it's not getting shot by gorillas. That's awesome. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> that's awesome. My gosh. We yeah. could do a whole bunch yeah, about- Yeah, we could just talk which, uh, for hours who about filled it. That's yeah. awesome. I had yeah. no idea. I know you as Republican treasurer, Jeremy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I am Jeremy Evans, former Mickey Mouse Club auditionee. <laughs> Filling in. That's cool. For Andrew McCown at News Radio 923. It's time for traffic on the five. Oh, that's right. I Andy, guess I should. How's do it going out there? Nothing. I'm sitting with somebody that auditions the Mickey Mouse Club. I'm ready to just abandon this. This is awesome. Um, and taking a look. Good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Uh, going all the way up to Century and down to the split at Pace Panel. Fox 29 is free. Atmore not the Atmore cutoff not showing any delays, so you should be fine to go into that Tom Thumb. Or Cumberland Farms, I guess. Now it's so weird. It's hard to get used to, too. Uh, taking around, uh, losing 90 is fine. Not showing any problems on 10 or 110 either. 437-1620. If you uh, have that traffic tip, and this is brought to you by the good folks from Executive Landscaping. And executive Landscaping, they're big enough to get the job done, small enough to care. 250-3756 for a no-hassle estimate. Uh, again, traffic tips, you can text 437-1620. Or if you want to talk to a guy that auditioned for the Mickey Mouse Club with Justin Timberlake and Britney Spears, that's Jeremy Evans. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You want me to go to break and then we'll come back and talk to David? Yes. Yeah, sure. Okay, that's what we'll do. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, that it I'm is. In my own little no, world no, no, here. no, no. This is this is awesome. Jeremy Evans sitting in today. It's News Radio 92.3. Choosing an early education program is one of the most important decisions a parent can make. Make the choice that is right for your child and your family. Tune in today at 10.30 on the Pensacola Expert Panel and join Ms. Keanu Richardson, the director and owner of the Navarre Montessori Academy, as she answers questions. That's today at 10.30 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Greater Pensacola's leaders are in the tallest buildings and smallest shops, and they come together here to drive growth in innovation, to bridge industries, to share fresh ideas, and to understand how they can play a part in Greater Pensacola's success. The Greater Pensacola Chamber of Commerce. We believe local businesses are the cornerstone of a great community. 
The following message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Sarah is 64 and loves to garden. Recently, her health insurance ran out, leaving her worried about more than just weeds. She called the Elder Helpline and spoke with a volunteer shine counselor about her options. There, she received free, unbiased counseling on health insurance for those on Medicare. For more information or to volunteer, call 1-800-963-5337 or go to floridashine.org. Tune in to News Radio Pensacola on the FM dial at 92.3 and 95.3. Listen on the AM dial at 1620. Welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay. We're going to check in with the news desk and David Wayne. David, how's the news? Well, good morning. Uh, so Tyree Nichols' parents are apparently going to be at uh, President Biden's State of the Union address tonight. The Congressional Black Caucus extended the invitation to the parents of uh, the 29-year-old man who was uh, beaten by Memphis police officers last month. Uh, people in Ohio are still not allowed to go home. This is after that big train derailment, about 50 freight cars, some including uh, or carrying hazardous chemicals, went off the tracks. This is near East Palestine, uh, southeast of Cleveland, right on the Ohio-Pennsylvania state line. And apparently Han Solo's blaster from the original Star Wars movie has now been sold. Uh, it's broke a record for the most expensive prop gun to ever be sold at auction. The blaster was one of three wielded by Harrison Ford during the filming of 1977's Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope. Illinois-based Rock Island Auction says it sold for a whopping $1,057,500. I'm Trey Thomas. It's a lot of money. It is. But I only collect items off the set of America's Most Wanted. So there's you know, that. You know, I got, I got <laughs> you covered. We got one right here. <laughs> Can I just I say the gentleman that was doing that news report was very serious? Oh, Trey Thomas. He's yeah. always there's, very serious. There's another yeah. one. I'm Grinnell Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Trey Thomas. I thought they were the same, dude. They sound the same. Like, I was trying to think, like, in the, it's, it's the most expensive prop gun ever sold. So it's in my mind, I'm immediately thinking, like, what are other prop guns? Oh, sure. That yeah. would be and maybe like a James Bond gun. Maybe a Walter PPK yeah, like or one, the, uh, the the man with the golden gun or like I'm trying to think maybe of something. anything used by John Wayne would yeah, probably I go mean, for a lot. That's yeah. very very true. Uh, but or Clint with the Magnum 44 from Dirty. Oh Harry. yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, you start running down awesome guns oh, yeah. and movies that we could do this until nine. Yes. <laughs> this uh, has turned away from a news program okay. <laughs> into a lifestyle program. That's right. Uh, It'd be like Jenna Barr. Yeah, like there we a, go. a very rough Jenna Barr. <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. I love her too. It is six twenty-one in the morning. The we talked a little bit. The um, say the unions tonight. Uh, one of the other little parts of my life is I used to work for a congressman. And that congressman was a, a very great speaker. He gave the Republican response once to the State of the Union uh, when Bill Clinton was in, was uh, president. And when you are given the Republican response to the State of the Union. Or the response in general, don't do the problem response. If you are responding to the president, it is such a challenge because the president has this grand setting by which he has 
the vice president standing behind him. He has the speaker of the house standing behind him. He has a whole audience full of people and this grand stage by which he says three lines, everybody stands up and claps. Some people may boo, depending on the party and what's being said and all of those kind of good things. But it is um, that back and forth that's happening where there is a relation to the crowd. Whenever there's a Republican response or a Democratic response, a minority response to the uh, State of the Union, it's somebody who's speaking right into a camera. And it comes off as a just horrible audience connection issue when you're trying to read maybe 15 minutes of text. The speech may only be a quarter the length of the State of the Union, but the president gets through hand clap, hand clap, hand clap, hand clap, hand clap, hand clap, hand clap. So it always seems awkward to give that response. And so I'm always amazed. There's been one or two people who have given really, really strong responses to the State of the Union. It's always something that, because I had this little bit of experience with it, that I try to watch and pay attention to because I know we had a um, – the, the congressman I worked for was a guy named J.C. Watts. He was a renowned speaker. Uh, he could motivate crowds and and do all the things. But you put anybody who is charismatic, popular, great speaker, and you put them in front of a camera and nobody else, it takes away all of that mystique and all of that interest um, as opposed to what the president has when the president has about the most kind of you – know, our government majestic setting that he can have when he has all the leaders of the government, the Supreme Court, the cabinet minus one person, you know, all the members of the House and the Senate are all there, a gallery full of people that are all waiting to cheer for him at any moment in time that it is, it's always interesting to see. So I'll be watching tonight to see how Governor Sanders, how she handles it. A few times they've tried to have small crowds in a like uh, front office of a governor's mansion or something like that, but pretty much any manner by which they try to create an environment in which the speaker feels comfortable comes off as awkward. And so it'll be interesting to see how successful Governor Sanders is. She was tremendous as a press secretary. Uh, she's been good as governor of Arkansas. She's obviously quick on her feet. She delivers a good speech. I am very excited to not only hear what she says, but to see how she delivers the remarks, to see what kind of charisma she's able to bring into a very challenging situation to where – you are, you know, everybody wants to talk about the uh, president and what he just said. You have outside in the House um, atrium all of the little press gaggles where the people have the little placards over their head and said, this is where you come talk to Matt Gates about what was said tonight. And, you know, reporters surrounding all of them. And then you have one person who is standing in a room by themselves in front of a camera trying to give a speech to give the official response. And it's it's just wholly unfair because it's a very challenging situation to drop anybody, regardless of your pedigree and regardless of how uh, tremendous a speaker you are, you are going to struggle in that environment because there is nobody to speak to. You're talking directly to a camera, and if you've ever had to do that before, it's horribly awkward. No matter what you're saying, let alone giving a 20 to 30-minute speech, imagining what the person looks like on the other side. So tonight, that's one of the things I'll be watching for, see how Governor Sanders handles that situation. It is 625 in the morning. It's time for Traffic on the Fives. Candy? It's funny. You accidentally started a topic, the RoboCop gun. I would, yeah. I would want that chain gun that Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. held during the movie Predator. <laughs> I know, right? As we take a look at our roads, uh, good news is we're not showing any uh, slowdowns or delays. Not right now. Three Mile Bridge is accident-free, not showing any delays. I know we're getting ready to 
open that for reals <laughs> pretty soon. Garson Point not showing any delays either. 98 also all clear. This is brought to you by the good folks of Frontier Motors, and uh, that's the dealer that Dave Ramsey and Andrew McKay <coughs> recommend. Uh, they're in Pensacola. Frontier Motors are on Beverly Parkway. And if you have traffic tips, 437-1620. News Radio 923 Informative, local, dependable. It is 625. Back to you, good sir. Thank you very much, Candy. Jeremy and Candy also recommend Frontier Motors. That's but I right. Think that that doesn't carry as much weight as Dave Ramsey. Yeah, they, they don't McKay. care. They're the cool. You know, the one thing he doesn't say, and this is the weird, because I have a Jeep and I love my yeah. Jeep. But at one point, like right before the uh, pandemic and everything was starting to, I'm I'm sure you've had economy worries. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Especially now. And I remember thinking, like, God, maybe I could just trade it in and get something uh, cheaper. And Monroe worked there. I don't know if he's still there yeah, or not, but Monroe yeah. Wally was amazing. And he, uh, he was like, you're going to lose money on this. This is not something you want to do. And I just love that they have a heart of a teacher, too. Yeah. Like, they'll tell you, this is not a good idea. And I'm glad I kept it and everything's fine and it's paid off now. But, uh, yeah, love Frontier. Yeah. Love Frontier Motors. And I, yeah. I am a fan of anywhere where you go. My wife and I have been buying some furniture for our house. And, and you go and it's like there's just these vultures waiting to pounce on you. It's weird, too. right? Yeah. yeah. And then Frontier Motors is great because you walk around and has information on the cars. Mm-hmm. You don't need to get anybody. So. That's right. That's and why it's I all like, like family. It, it is. Yeah, yeah, it's great. And plus the great part at the end. Oh, he yeah. never brings this part up the, where they deliver oh, a certain yeah. dessert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> after you get your car. Yeah. Worth buying the auto. It's yeah. delicious. So <laughs> the big Absolutely. Um, I wonder how much the pistol from. Oh, oh are we still talking guns? <laughs> this is true, though. Movie guns. Yeah. Oh, and somebody brought up the gun from the movie Rust, which I guess is not going to be up for auction anytime soon. Oh, the Arnold, uh, the uh, the yeah, it's going to be in custody Adam, yeah. of uh, Baldwin. Baldwin, Alec, Alec Baldwin. Baldwin. Yeah, that's, that's who it is. That's going to be in the smart uh, Alec. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's somebody <laughs> who is. Uh, it's too soon, sir. Too yeah, soon. Too soon. <laughs> yeah, right. It's too soon. He's got to go through his process, and that are going to keep that thing for quite a while. Oh and it's crazy. It's a horrible um, accident. I'm sorry was, to hear about that. Yeah, it was. I think what I would want is like thinking of guns, and it's almost like a gun, but in Tombstone, where Doc Holliday does the shot glasses, mm-hmm. and that's what I want. Is those little silver shot glasses? From That's Tombstone. neat. Yeah, I love that movie. We all I feel do. like we're getting <laughs> to frivolous topic way too early today. <laughs> Shut um, up. So the State of the Union is tonight. Uh, I think that it will be interesting to see what notes that the President of the United States chooses to to go down. Uh, I think it's not a, not any surprise to anybody. The Democratic Party in general is trying to find balance between the more progressive wing of the party and the more traditional Democratic side of the party. Uh, the Democrats kind of have more of an ideology issue, and the Republicans have more of a personality issue, in my opinion. Uh, Donald Trump is the biggest personality in the Republican Party. Uh, the Democratic Party uh, has more of an ideological issue. Of do they stay more centrist in the style of Bill Clinton or even President Biden, or do they tend to be more progressive in the vein of AOC and some of the other Democrats that are there, Bernie Sanders, who would like to push them more to the left, how does Biden identify himself tonight? And I think as he is talking, it will be easy to begin to see the lines that he's going to draw for himself as he moves forward to the 2024 election in trying to bring his party together. And as he tries to bring his party together, how does he do that? What does he look for? How does he try to balance the desires of the progressive wing of the party with the desires of the more traditional, liberal, traditional, democratic side of the party? And those are the things on the Democrat side that I will be looking at is more the 
the 30,000 foot ideas, what he talks about first, what he talks about last, the order of how he talks about things to see how he's bringing that party together. And the Republican response, I will personally be looking more for how is it delivered, like just the the style of it, because I think that it is going to be far more interesting to see how Sarah Sanders delivers that statement. Uh, and the Republican side of things, we are looking for a potential showdown between two Floridians and Donald Trump and, and Ron DeSantis. I think that anybody else who comes forward to be a contender on the Republican side of things would be a surprise at this point in time. But you're still two years away and two years away from 2016 and 2014. Everybody was ready with it to coordinate Jeb Bush, which never happened. So you never know what's going to happen over the next few the few few years. Uh, this is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Uh, what's coming up in the news, David? The open container ordinance shot down in Milton. Also, uh, an investigation going on after some complaints were made against a deacon at a local church. We'll tell you more about those stories after this update from Fox. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Biden delivers his State of the Union address tonight at the Capitol. According to the White House, quote, President Biden will show the American people his plan to build on the unprecedented deficit reduction his leadership has already delivered by having the richest taxpayers and big corporations pay their fair share and lowering prescription drug prices. Fox's Alexandria Hoff, Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders delivers the official Republican response after the president's speech. Toxic chemicals on board a derailed train in East Palestine, Ohio, are being burned off to prevent an explosion. The five cars carrying vinyl chloride could have exploded at any minute. So state, local, and federal authorities worked together with the railroad on the controlled release, forcing mandatory evacuations before the detonation. That's Suzanne Stratford with Fox 8 News Cleveland. That evacuation zone, it's a two-square-mile area around the site. People are told to stay out of there or face arrest. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 631 News Radio 923. I'm David Wayne. Right now it is 55 degrees. Clear skies here in Pensacola. Florida Department of Children and Families is investigating after complaints were made against a deacon at the Little Flower Catholic Church in Pensacola. The Diocese of Pensacola, Tallahassee, says those complaints were made by three Catholic school students. The deacon will not be serving in the ministry until this investigation is done. The diocese right now says the alleged incident happened at mass and not at the school. So far, no charges have been filed and not a lot of details have been released. You won't be able to carry an open container of alcohol in downtown Milton anytime soon. A proposed ordinance that would have made that legal was shot down by the city council last night. The ordinance would have made open containers legal throughout downtown Milton. Chief, Police Chief Tony Tyndall had some concerns about that. Whenever you think about you know more traffic moving through town uh, in a shorter period of time, and... I really have concerns about uh, people with open containers walking up and down Highway 90. And residents that spoke were also against the proposal in the end. The council uh, shot the whole thing down unanimously, and they say there's no plans to bring it back up anytime soon. The governor might get the power to shape the board that governs Disney World. St. Cloud Representative Fred Hawkins filing a bill yesterday in Tallahassee that would allow Governor Ron DeSantis to appoint all five unpaid members of the board. Those picks would have to be approved by the state Senate. Right now, Disney appoints the members. Also under HB9B, the Reedy Creek Improvement District would be renamed the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. Disney says regardless of what happens, they'll remain committed to providing the 
highest quality experiences for their guests. I... IHMC continuing to invest in downtown Pensacola, recently breaking ground on a new $30 million research hub. They say that'll study how to improve human health span, resilience, and performance. Our team is going to be looking at ways to maximize um, the way that our bodies respond, heal themselves, and continue to work efficiently. It's really the logical, we see it as a logical extension um, of our research mission statement. Birmingham-based Brassfield and Gorey will be doing the construction that's expected to be done by early 2024. IHMC spokeswoman Shannon Nickinson, Nickinson says uh, the building at the corner of Garden and Alconese streets will help create a beautiful gateway into the downtown area. Getting some new details now on last week's sexual assault arrest of a former teacher at Beulah Middle School. Joe Ford has more. 61-year-old Winston Foster was arrested Thursday and charged with sexual assault, lewd and lascivious behavior on a victim aged 12 to 16, and sexual offense on a student by an authority figure. According to Foster's arrest report, he was allegedly involved in a sexual relationship with a former student that began when she was 15 years old. The Escambia School District says Foster was no longer an employee as of Thursday. He had been an art teacher at Beulah Middle School since 2018. Joe Ford, News Radio 92.3. Senator Marco Rubio continuing to criticize the Biden administration's response to the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down after days of floating over the U.S. He was on Tucker Carlson last night. They're just being dishonest with no reason. Uh, Well, the reason being is I I think that they were caught off guard and did not respond appropriately. And and now they're scrambling uh, for answers and to deflect blame. The Chinese balloon reportedly flew over U.S. military bases and sites where nuclear weapons were stored. 635, it's News Radio 92.3. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Candy. Hey, and I'm sitting in here with an almost mouseketeer, so <laughs> I'm all like groupying out with Jeremy. That's cool. As we take a look uh, around, good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. It does get a little slow around the construction areas, of course, uh, Mobile Highway. I'm not showing that right now. Uh, and then scenic, of course, as you're, or I'm sorry, I-10, as you're getting towards scenic exit 17 there and that is uh, eastbound as well but again no slowdowns right now i'm not showing any problems on fort pickens road either if you see an accident or a slowdown you can text 437-1620 it's news radio 92.3 informative local dependable we do have a small chance of rain for today 20 percent chance of showers after 3 p.m otherwise partly sunny skies with a high near 71 as you go into the overnight period we will still have a tiny chance of rain with mostly cloudy skies low near 63 for wednesday 20 percent chance of showers mostly cloudy otherwise with a high near 74 and wednesday night 30 percent chance of rain with a low near 65 stay connected to the channel 3 news first morning weather team download the weaar tv weather app this is brooke richardson from the first morning weather center right now clear skies 50 55 in Pensacola, 59 in Gulf Breeze, and 49 in Milton. Our next news at 7, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Jennifer Koshinka with your money now. President Biden plans to propose quadrupling the 1% tax on stock buybacks that took effect in January, which the White House said would encourage companies to invest in their growth instead of boosting shareholders. Biden will outline the proposed change during his State of the Union speech tonight. The plan to boost the buyback tax might struggle to advance through the divided Congress, where Republicans control the House. Google is rolling out a new controversial artificial intelligence service to
to a select set of testers and plans a broader public launch in coming weeks. Part of the company's effort to play catch up with challengers such as OpenAI, creator of the popular chatbot ChatGPT. The new experimental service called BARD generates textual responses to questions posed by users based on information drawn from the web. Google's new products come amid a flurry of announcements by rival Microsoft about its use of AA technologies developed by OpenAI. And that's your money now. This Valentine's Day, send your sweetheart the gift that shines above all others. Name a star after them. I'm Rocky Moselle with International Star Registry. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after your sweetheart and send a beautiful gift package. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for this year's hottest Valentine's Day gift. Innovation, resilience, agility. It's how Michigan businesses work together and continue to build the future. Our expertise, talented workforce, and collaborative environment are making a difference now and shaping the future. Join us and make your mark where it matters. Visit michiganbusiness.org radio to put your plans in motion. That's michiganbusiness.org radio. At Gulf Breeze News, they get it. They know you want to know what's happening in your community, whether that means investigative reporting, area events, or op-eds from your fellow Breezers. The Gulf Breeze News truly is your community newspaper. Call 932-8986 and subscribe today. You can read online if you prefer to use your iPad or computer, or get your freshly printed newspaper delivered right to your mailbox. From city to county, politics to sports. Subscribe now at gulfbreezenews.com. Do you struggle with occasional nerve aches in your hands or feet? Try Nervive Nerve Relief from the world's number one nerve care company. Nervive tablets contain alpha-lipoic acid to relieve nerve aches, weakness, and discomfort, plus B-complex vitamins to support healthy nerve function as you age. Live life with less nerve discomfort with Nervive Nerve Relief. Learn more at NerviveHealth.com. And try Nervive Pain Relieving Cream to block nerve pain signals at the source. Use as directed. Dependable and local news and talk with Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay in the mornings, 5 to 9. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jenna Barr, mornings 9 to 11. Fox News personality Brian Kilmeade, 11 to 1. Dave Ramsey, 1 to 4. Pensacola right now with Bobby Rossi, afternoons 4 to 7. And Lars Larson, only on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Morning News. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay. This week, uh, over the next two weeks, the state parties in the state of Florida, the Florida Democratic Party and the Florida Republican Party of Florida will meet to elect new leadership. Uh, both parties are heading out into new challenges. Uh, on the Democratic side, the last elections were perhaps the worst that we have had in the last, uh, the worst Democrats have had in the last, maybe in the in the history of the Florida Democratic Party. Uh, Republicans won by large, large amounts, 20 points across the board. They had to char- they had trouble uh, recruiting new candidates. Uh, even Marco Rubio won by significant margins, and some people thought that election was close. Uh, Lorraine Osley and Janet Cruz are going to be um, 
they 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 were they lost their positions and so the democratic party had a 9.2 million fundraising deficit to the republicans between the time of the midterm elections and the calendar year and that was a time in which democrats nationwide had some momentum they were coming off of a nationwide successful uh midterm election cycle and now they moved into a uh still a struggling time to raise money against Republicans. On the other side, you have the Republican Party of Florida that next weekend in Orlando will having its meeting to elect its new officers. Uh, I currently serve as the treasurer of that organization. Uh, I may take a different position in the elections, uh, but the, the chair of that organization is going to have to navigate the party as there is a potential showdown looming between Florida Governor Ron DeSantis and Florida resident and former President Donald Trump. Uh, those two individuals have uh, a lot of passionate supporters, and the chairman of that of the Republican Party is going to have to find ways to continue the Republican momentum that currently exists, try to match the success of this past election cycle, and move forward uh, and move forward successfully. And so I think it's interesting that you have new leadership coming to each of our local parties. When I say local, I mean state parties. New leadership coming to each of our state parties on the Florida Democrat side and the Florida Republican side. Each of them are going to be facing new challenges and unique challenges. The Florida Democratic Party could be in a complete rebuild as they continue to look for candidates. I told somebody this the other day. I am a member of the Republican State Executive Committee for the state of Florida. Jimmy Patronus, our chief financial officer, is a statewide elected officer from here in the panhandle. I don't know the guy's name who ran against him, and I don't know the guy's name that ran against him. I could have told you three days after it happened. Uh, the Democratic Party just has had real struggles in recruiting candidates to run for office. And as the new chairman of the Democratic Party is elected this weekend, they are going to be in the process of a significant rebuild to move the party forward. On the other side of the world, the Republicans are looking to – it's easy to get to the top. It's hard to stay at the top. I think that is something that people tend to stick to. Um, and I think that it's hard to for them to anticipate just to continually to have those great results, and particularly when you have the two biggest names in the party, both being in Floridians, both potentially running for president. Marco Rubio could potentially run for president. Rick Scott has said he is ruled out running for president. He is running for Senate. You have all of these campaigns that are moving forward, and you're having to navigate success. And so as the members of both parties – uh, set into, I believe the Democrat Party is going to meet in Miami, the Republican Party is going to meet in Orlando. As they make these decisions over the next couple of weeks, it really is going to, in Florida and throughout the communities within Florida, set the stage for two very different uh, processes that need to begin. And I think that they both have their own set of challenges. So it's going to be interesting to see how the Democrats are able to rebuild. What does a rebuild look like on that side? And then on the Republican side, how do you navigate two extraordinarily popular Floridians that both want the highest office in the land? And there will be some um, – it's a winner-take-all game. And so it will be interesting to see how the new chairman of the Republican Party of Florida is able to navigate those waters, navigating between uh, former President Donald Trump and current Florida governor Ron DeSantis. It is 6.45 in the morning. It is time for Traffic on the Fives. Candy? That's right. Uh, taking a look. Ron DeSantis. I love that guy. <laughs> like everybody else, I guess. Um, taking a look around. We do have an accident in Milton. This is, it looks like, 
uh, Rosasco Street and Dogwood Drive in Milton. They are showing a roadblock at this time, so certainly uh, use caution there, and certainly use caution, as you know, wherever you are. Uh, certainly, if you know different, if you see something uh, and it doesn't look like a roadblock or it looks maybe worse or you see you know any traffic tips, of course, you can text 437-1620. This is brought to you by uh, Staples Stores. Staples Stores are a new world of possible with innovative tools for small business and remote workers and learners. Explore more at your local Staples Store. Staples Connect. Dot com Those are the only things I'm sharing right now. A little slow on the bridge. East and westbound, uh, the Highway 90, a bridge from Pace to Pensacola in both directions. And again, watch for your usual areas of construction. 437-1620 if you have a traffic tip at 645. Hi, I'm Billy Anderson with Anderson Subaru in Pensacola. If you're driven by an adventurous heart, you're in luck because the redesigned 2023 Subaru Outback shares your spirit. The Outback can take you as far as you want to explore with standard symmetrical all-wheel drive. And Subaru's estimated highway fuel economy for non-turbo 2023 Outback models is up to 32 miles per gallon. And comparing information from competitors' website, the Outback has more ground clearance than Honda CRV or Toyota RAV4. So you can take on the path less traveled with ease. And with Experian Automotive studied vehicles in operation versus total new registrations, they found that 97% of Outback vehicles sold in the last 10 years are still on the road today, which means you can explore your world with confidence. The 2023 Subaru Outback. Go where love takes you. Anderson Subaru, Highway 29, just north of Car City, Pensacola, online at andersonsubaru.com. Anderson's got a Subaru for you. Actual mileage may vary. Clearance comparisons as of June 2022. Experian data for model years 2012 to 2021 as of December 2022. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa is here to help take the pressure off of you finding the perfect Valentine's Day gift this year. Share your love this Valentine's with a gift of renewal and relaxation at Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa. Stillwater's offers a variety of spa treatments, including facials, massages, spa pedicures, and more. Valentine's Day gift certificates can be purchased online at stillwatersmedspa.com or in person at the spa located in downtown Pensacola. Stillwater's Day and Medical Spa, Pensacola's world-class luxury spa. Everyone understands that when you buy more, you should pay less. It's called a volume discount. Hi, this is Earl Ron, president of New South Window, and we would like to make and install your windows. New South offers volume discounts for homeowners. The more you buy, the more you save. Our discounts start at the fourth window, and from there, the savings grow. New South can do this because we own our factory, and that's the power of Factory Direct. Award-winning, energy-efficient windows that will save you money and protect your home. Our windows are made in Florida, for Florida homes, by Florida workers, and we guarantee them for life. Visit us at NewSouthWindow.com. Wake up with Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News. Lifestyle talk with Jenna Barr and Pep Talk. Drive home with Bobby Rossi and Pensacola right now on News Radio 923. Checking in on gas prices, this is Jeremy Evans of the Pensacola Morning News filling in for Andrew McKay. The average in our area is $3.30. The lowest is $2.99. That's coming on the Tom Thumb there on East Nile Mile Road. Uh, I wonder if that's a Tom Thumb still or if it has changed to Cumberland Farms. Oh, I bet Farms. it's a Cumberland Farms. I bet it's, it's a so Cumberland to, Farms. Right. I, I and bet they're it all is, in sir. the process of changing, and I don't know if all of them are changing or just some of them are changing. 
But I think that that one on 1405 East Nine Mile Road is it's at Cumberland Farms. I think so, and so too. they're at 299. There, your Cumberland Farms East Nine Mile Road. That is your check-in on gas prices today. Um, heading over to the news desk, unexpectedly and quickly with my horrible transition. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. Uh, Hey, the death toll in uh, Turkey and Syria has risen. Officials over there say more than 5,000 people now are confirmed dead following uh, Monday's devastating earthquake. It was a magnitude 7.8 earthquake struck uh, just near the Turkey-Syria border. Many people believe right now to be trapped under the rubble of collapsed buildings. Uh, We're still following this situation over in Ohio where uh, people living near the site of a train derailment have not been allowed to go home yet. The mayor of the village there says they don't have any idea when it might be safe for people to return. NBC's Pete DeLuca says that uh, they've been releasing chemicals from the train in order to avoid an explosion. We watched for hours as a plume of smoke rose into the air and expanded into the atmosphere. Dark, thick, black smoke. Apparently about 50 train cars involved in this derailment, some of them carrying, uh, obviously, hazardous chemicals. And guess who's getting married? You. No. Well, not yet, but... Eminem's daughter, Haley. No! She announced yesterday on the gram, Instagram, that she's marrying Evan McClintock. Haley, if you want to feel old now, Haley is 27 years old. No, she's not. She is. She posted on Instagram with a picture of McClintock popping the question. And uh, as you can guess, the comments were mostly quotes from Eminem's songs. Uh, the popular ones seem to be a play on Lose Yourself, where people were asking whether his knees were weak and his arms are heavy. <laughs> Like, mom, spaghetti, spaghetti. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Well, if I didn't feel old earlier talking yeah, Mouseketeer stuff, getting, yeah. I know. Eminem's daughter? Eminem's daughter getting married. Oh, Ellie and Gonzalez's. Ellie uh, and Gonzalez, that's yeah, right. Man. It's a, uh, we all grew up just listening to songs about her as a little girl. Yeah. Wow, I wonder now if he still is. hates her mother. Kim, I, I feel like we all know Eminem's business. We yeah. know the whole story. We know, yeah. we know everything. He hates his mother. He hates his ex, his daughters. Okay, sorry. The list of things he doesn't hate is a lot. I know. Like Dre. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, hey, thanks, David. I appreciate it. That's awesome. Wow. And Alien Gonzalez, can you repeat the story? That yeah, This was at the 5 o'clock hour. This blew my mind. Alien Gonzalez has been elected to the legislature, what, whatever it is called there in Cuba. Uh, for many of us who are of a certain age, we remember back in 1999, Elian Gonzalez, the picture of his dad holding him in the closet and the ATF, I think it was the ATF, or INI, that were immigration, pulling with the, him out with the he's rifles crying. and he's crying yes. and he has grown up. And if you have the opportunity to go and pull a picture of him, of him up, as soon as you see him, you would be like, that's Elian Gonzalez. Yeah, he looks the same, He looks just exactly older, the same, sure. just older. And so it is a... Uh, it is a day of learning how old you are today saying, that yeah, all of these people are growing up and they have they have gone on to fascinating who new knew? <laughs> lives. So the other thing that will make you feel old is uh, this weekend. I'm fascinated by this story because this is a story that happened when I was a child, but I remember it very vividly. 
But this is a story that allowed CNN to continue to be in business. They were going out of business. This new story happened, and it changed the whole outlook of that. And that's when baby Jessica fell into the well. That's right. Because it was the first time that they had kind of 20. They were just kind of a news station that repeated the same that's news right. every it, hour. That Turner's new thing. Yeah, that's and right. And this was the, the first time TBS. where they had like this live news coverage of the baby falling in the well and the whole thing. And now she's like 35 with kids. <laughs> and so you see yeah, it was kind of as part of their telling their story, told her story over again. Uh, the other news that breaks my heart is I'm okay not winning the Powerball as long as nobody else wins it. Right. Because then it just grows for me to win it in the future. But unfortunately, somebody in Washington did win the $754 in million. Dollar or the state? state oh. The state of Washington. Well, they probably need it. Um, <laughs> it just always seems like it's somebody in California that wins. It does, and yeah. So I, I mean, I know there's lots of people in California, but... Well, when it's Florida lottery, it's always Miami. It is always Every Miami. time, yeah. In New York State, it's always the city. Yeah, and that it's always, gets always the a, there. like, it's always. never the Tom Thumb or the Circle K. It's always, like, the Quick Stop Groceries. That's right, or the like Beacon, the off, right? Yeah, the off-brand <laughs> uh, convenience store that it is sold at. And so uh, if you are listening to us right now, it is very unlikely that you won the Powerball race. You, you may have been in Washington, just traveled here. So maybe, yeah. But probably not. Unfortunately, the $754 million Powerball was won by somebody in the state of Washington, and nobody in Florida matched more than four numbers because they put up who matches five and uh, it didn't happen to any of us well here. you just need Florida. a dollar and a dream we'll start again tomorrow you will start again <laughs> tomorrow today, and actually, i don't know yeah. like it's like oh, oh you know i don't want to play it it's only a 20 million dollar like 20 million dollars wouldn't change it wouldn't life. matter yeah yeah because i'd still go to work and do i'm just kidding no i would <laughs> <laughs> i'd buy the radio station and no make andrew wear a mascot outfit every time he was on the air that would be amazing. Andy, yes, it, it would. would be worth the price. Absolutely. of purchasing it. Yeah, there's Andrew's a, life. A certain Mr. Lane would be wearing a cat mascot <laughs> outfit every day for the rest of his life. He likes money. I'm pretty sure he'd do that. I'll take a quick look at traffic. Yeah. Uh, real quick. Um, and the good news is we're not showing any of those slowdowns or delays. Watching an accident though in Milton. It is a uh, Rosasco uh, in Dogwood Drive uh, in Milton. It is showing a. Uh, an accident. It looks like it's near Tanglewood Golf and Country Club, not near it, but uh, that's the the closest area, and it is just off Stewart Street, of course. So caution there, caution certainly wherever you are. Four three seven sixteen twenty. You can call or text if you see that accident or slowdown. It's six fifty five. Thank you very much. You're for welcome, that, Jeremy. Candy. Sure. Uh, the 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 interesting thing that, and this will be my little two three minute conversation about Chinese weather balloon. Uh, drama is it surprises me that a I was amazed at how quickly that thing moved across the United States oh for a gosh. balloon. Like it was in when I woke up, it was in Montana, Same. and then it was in North Carolina, Same. and off the coast of North Carolina. I won't go into the decisions on when they chose to shoot it down or what may or may not have been in it. The thing that surprised me is apparently they had some struggles in capturing it once they shot it down. You would have thought that they would have had enough time and enough time to make a plan to get a cutter out there or mm -hmm. something to be in the relative vicinity of when they shot it down. Because it's not like, hey, we found this thing in Montana. Let's go shoot it down. They waited till it was off of the coast. There should have been plenty of time to come up with a plan to say, hey, right. let's get something out there so as soon as we shoot this thing down – we can recover whatever's inside of it because apparently they found out that it had the opportunity to destroy itself and all kinds of other things. And oh my who goodness. knows? Yeah, who knows what the, they were able to track or why they were using it? And and I guess they were saying on one of the news reports this morning that there have been previous ones. And so it is a 
it's all very interesting to me that why we're still using weather balloons to spy on people as opposed to satellites, but I guess there's certain things you can't get from that high in the sky. But why they were doing it, I think, is very interesting, and we probably never will know. People on our level don't get told those stories about why the Chinese weather balloon was flying up there, but uh, I wish that it was. It just is not happening at the moment. I remember Um, Bobby Rossi saying, you know, like, hopefully it doesn't float over Florida because he goes, you know, some rednecks are going to shoot it down because that was my first thought, too. Like you're in Montana, Yellowstone country. (laughs) I'm surprised that it still stayed. I, I know it was far away and I know it's not possible, but still. But, you know, people tried. Oh, yeah. Like, I would have tried. You <laughs> like, know, like, I'm I, curious. Yeah. They would have gone and gotten their RoboCop gun and <laughs> pointed it at <laughs> the sky. We would have. With their Han Solo blaster. <laughs> and million then. Million dollar yeah. Han Solo blaster. Oh, absolutely. Man. No, I know. That, that was a, a crazy thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's interesting to see what happens. Uh, should we do future news? Sure. You got some future news? Yeah, sure. I'll sure. give you some future news. Ah, future news. Uh, tomorrow, we'll go very near future. Are people bored with the State of the Union? Does anybody care? Yes. No, nobody cares. Yeah, I don't think anybody cares. I don't cares think anybody either. cares. Yeah, I, I, but I mean, some, well, probably people that listen to news radio might. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Because, you know, I think the cat country listeners probably won't care as much as, as our listener. But no, I hear you. Yeah, and I, I think it will be interesting to see just in general what the commentators say about it. Like, was it great? Was it? Nah, whatever. Was it? President Biden typically is not known as the most motivational speaker to kind of see uh, what what is happening. And I guess our, our other piece, just because we talked about it earlier and it's fascinating to me. Yeah. In the next five years, does anything sell more for than Han Solo's blaster did? Oh, that's good. Um, yeah, just because, I don't know, people are generating wealth more. And I know that if I won Powerball, like, yeah. I want Princess Leia's bones or something. I'm not trying to be, you know, maybe not. That, I'm sorry, you said, sorry, so those, that's the face I get. I, something, yeah, man, I would spend money on stupid, stupid stuff. I would buy that whole bar from Tombstone. Yeah, <laughs> so, that would there, be that's amazing. Right. I'd be your Huckleberry. You say Princess Lily Bones. I'm well, that's I'm sorry. That's of. horrible. I love Carrie Fisher, and she's certainly sadly missed. God, she was my favorite. I want just the whole cantina. Like, just put the yes! cantina in my backyard with the people playing with the, the things music. things in it. Yeah, yes. see? And you could pay people to just yes. come back. Do, 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 do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Make your wife wear the bikini. Yeah. It'll be... <laughs> sorry, Mrs. Evans. <laughs> it is 6.59, 7 o'clock in the morning. This is Jeremy Evans filling in for Andrew McKay on News Radio 92.3. Local talk in the morning, 5 to 9, with Andrew McKay is on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola. No charges being filed after a deadly officer involved shooting last October. Also, a firefighter hurt last night. We'll have more details on those stories and more right after this update from Fox. 